Slice is pivoting their business model in a big way. Welcome to Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and now I wanna direct your attention to the Slice website. Now, at first glance, this website looks perfectly normal. There's really nothing here to suggest that the company has essentially been in crisis mode ever since the RBI made their announcement that was directed towards Indian fintech startups. But if we scroll down a little bit, there's this little piece of text that's really, really interesting. Your purchase power, with a little asterisk next to it, now calculated in real time. Now, most people admittedly aren't gonna notice this little piece of text, they're just gonna skim over that asterisk, but it's actually a very important clue to us understanding Slice's business model pivot. So now let's move down to the bottom of the page here because there's a footnote that this asterisk is pointing to. And here it's clearly written that purchase power is the estimated amount you may qualify to borrow from Slice. We adopt a real-time underwriting system to assess the actual amount you can borrow each time you make a transaction. Therefore, the purchase power may change based on a variety of data sets such as the transaction amount, merchant, payment history with Slice, and outstanding balance. Now, commenting on this development, a fintech expert quoted by Money Control said that the RBI may just want to know what approval process Slice is using and if they're giving proper loan documentation. If they can answer that, it may be fine in the eyes of the RBI. A Slice spokesperson also said to Money Control that we think that by making every transaction an explicit borrowing event, we not only safeguard ourselves against unnecessary risk, but also prevent our borrowers from overextending themselves. Now, just for the sake of clarity, I wanna say that I don't have any skin in the game here. I'm not a Slice customer. I don't have a credit card issued by any Indian bank. And so I'm looking at the situation from a sort of unbiased perspective. On the one hand, I do understand that Slice is in a difficult spot here. This isn't something that they probably would have done on their own, but now, their hands are tied, the RBI is breathing down their neck, and so this is something that they have to do. And ultimately, I do think that this is going to benefit their borrowers who might have overextended themselves if they hadn't taken this action. Probably that was something that was happening on a semi-regular basis, so now hopefully it's not going to happen as regularly, hopefully it's not going to happen at all. But on the other hand, as a consumer and as a credit card holder myself from a Canadian bank, this would be really inconvenient if you needed to make a big purchase. Like, I can imagine a scenario where I need to take an emergency trip back to Canada and suddenly while I'm trying to purchase that last minute flight, Slice declines the transaction saying that I'm not eligible based on whatever AI algorithms they put in place to assess whether or not I deserve to be given that credit, to be given that loan. All right, next up, this video is sponsored by JumpTrade. And we've already talked to you guys in a couple of previous videos about their Meta Cricket League. But before we move forward, I'm gonna add a disclaimer here saying that NFTs are unregulated and can be highly risky. And there may be no regulatory recourse for any loss from such transactions. So get involved only after you understand all the risks around NFTs. So for those of you who are hearing about this for the first time, Meta Cricket League is a game that's played in the metaverse. And if you play the game well and your team wins, you earn exciting cash prizes. Now, to get an idea of how much you could win, in their recently concluded beta test run, some players earned up to $500. Now, in order to play the game, you'll have to buy player NFTs from their platform, Jump.Trade, and you have to have a minimum of two NFTs to play, one batsman and one bowler. So the game is already launched, and here's a small clip from the game to give you an idea of what it's like to play.
So if you liked what you saw there and you're a cricket lover and you want a chance at making some cash, then check out the link in the description down below and start playing today. And once more, NFTs are unregulated and can be highly risky, so play this game at your own risk. All right, next up, let's move on to our founder spotlight now because this week, I wanted to highlight the founder and CEO of Paytm, Vijay Shikhar Sharma. Now, the reason I wanted to highlight VSS this week is because it looks like the bets that he took with Paytm in the last year are starting to show some great results for the company. And now it seems like Paytm might have found a path towards profitability too. Now, just a little bit of context here for people who are out of the loop. Paytm had their IPO in November of 2021 and it did not see the response that they were expecting. And there were a bunch of reasons for this. We actually made a dedicated video on that. So you can click on the link in the top right corner of your screen if you wanna learn more. But the biggest reason was that their growth was stagnating for the last four years. So when Paytm's IPO crashed and burned, pretty much everybody was questioning the future of the company, except for Vijay Shikhar Sharma. At that time, he announced that his stock options wouldn't be vested until Paytm's stock price reached the level of its listing price, which was a very bold move. Now, the reason why he was so confident was because he had decided to go all in on the lending space. And there could be a couple of reasons why he decided to do this, but the most important is that the lending business is a high commission business. And so he put massive resources into three lending products, postpaid, that's buy now, pay later, personal loans, and merchant loans. And now this decision is starting to show results. For the first quarter of the financial year of 2023, which ended in June of 2022, Paytm's loan disbursement increased 9x compared to the previous year. Besides this, the company is also seeing a surge in merchant transactions, with its merchant GMV reaching $37 billion in the first quarter of the financial year of 2023, which is an almost 101% increase increase year on year. So at this point, analysts are predicting that Paytm could be profitable by the financial year of 2025, and these predictions are actually impacting Paytm's stock price. The company's stock has jumped more than 13% this month alone, and it's going to be really exciting to see if that upwards trend continues into the future. All right, next up, let's move into our bird's eye segment now, because at least 15 Indian startups have raised more than a million dollars this week, and collectively, these startups have raised $96 million. So leading the charge this week, we have one Indian fintech startup, Neo raising 31% of all the funds, that's $30 million. Then after fintech, we have health tech startups raising 28% of all the funds, that's $27 million, being raised by companies like Care at $15 million and Fitterfy at $12 million. Then we have edtech startups raising 9% of all the funds, that's $8.9 million, being raised by companies like Creative Galileo at $7.5 million and XQ at $1.4 million. And then finally, we have one startup in the water tech space, raising 8% of all the funds this week, that's $7.5 million being raised by Drink Prime, which I am a happy customer of. Now, just so you can get your bearings here, we're currently in the third week of the second quarter of the financial year of 2023. And of course, as you can see here, this is an all-time low. At the time of us measuring this number, it's actually $4 million lower than the previous low, which was the seventh week of the first quarter of the financial year of 2023, when Indian startups raised $100 million in a single week. So things aren't looking good, but then again, things have been up and down for a while now, so it could be the next week things are a little bit better. Also, just a quick reminder that this bird's eye segment is just looking at the funding news at a glance. If you want a more in-depth look, then make sure to sign up for our newsletter. You can find a link to that in the pinned comment down below. But now let's move on to some quick funding news items. First of all, things are not going well at Cars24. So I'm not sure how many of you guys remember this, but back in May, Cars24 laid off 600 employees. And at that time, they announced that they were trying to cut their burn rate by 50% from $20 million to $10 million per month. And now it looks like a lot of high level people are leaving the company. 
So earlier this week, the company's global CTO announced that he was going to be stepping down. And according to INC42, there's more people who are planning to leave soon, including the business head of the company and the chief HR officer. Now, this is obviously a very bad time for this to be happening as Cars24 was headed towards an IPO. I'm not sure if they're gonna continue with those plans or not, but I hope that they're able to handle this crisis well. All right, next up, I wanna share a tweet with you guys that Bavish Agarwal posted on Monday because this is really exciting stuff. So he said that Ole Electric is building a state-of-the-art battery innovation center in Bengaluru, and BIC will be one of the world's largest, most advanced cell R&D facilities with 500 plus engineers and PhDs and 500 million dollars invested. Now, he did say that the center would be up and running in the next month, but the video that he shared was basically just a virtual tour. It was a bunch of 3D footage. And so it didn't really look like anything was actually being constructed. But then the following day, he posted a video of the progress that they were already making on this battery innovation center. And it looks like things are well underway. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I really hope that you enjoyed the video and that you learned a lot from it. Big thanks now to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our Decacorns and our Hectacorns. And of course, also big thanks to this week's sponsor, Jump Trade. You can find the link to their Meta Cricket League in the description down below. And thanks to you guys for watching this video through to the end. I'm not feeling great today. I'm recovering from some kind of illness. I'm not sure what it was, but it left me feeling pretty exhausted. So I do appreciate you guys showing up and watching these videos every single week. Each one of you guys is awesome and I really appreciate you. All right, see you in the next one.